Welcome to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Rob Hart. Please enjoy our latest episode. Welcome to the Poor Decisions Network. I'm your host and game master, Nate Borges. And as our new tradition that I'm trying to keep up, mainly because of my habits, we're going to go around the table and tell everyone what we're drinking tonight. I am changing it up tonight, and I'm having a hefty glass of Oban Little Bay Scotch. You can totally see it through your background that blurted out. That looks like scotch. Oban is amazing. Good choice. Yeah, so I found, long story longer, I found Glenlivet Founders Reserve Scotch to be really good, and it was cheap for a long time. It was like 30 bucks a bottle. I went into the store today, and now it's 55 and I'm like, why is Little Bay, one of the best scotches I've ever had, cheaper than that now? Hmm. Oban's so, usually like 40 right? The regular Oban, this is a specialty one. Uh, Normally it used to be like 75 I don't know why I went down, but I'm okay with it. What are you having, Jesse? Well, with Birnica all wrapped up, uh, I'll be partaking in the winner of Birnica this year, which was Great Notion Brewing's Blueberry Muffin Sour Beer. Mm. Now, <clears throat> growing up next to a bakery, essentially, uh, where blueberry muffins kind of reign supreme, I'm very picky about blueberry muffins in general, never mind in beer. This beer not only smells like blueberry muffins, tastes perfectly like a blueberry muffin as well. Mm. But it's also a 6% beer, so it's got that going for it, which is nice. You know, Jesse, I farm blueberries. I don't think I've said blueberry that many times in my life as you just did. I get 10 cents for every blueberry, I say. Oh, there you go. I'm surprised <laughs> Who's on the dime, Steve? Cocoa. Yeah, don't worry about it. So, Over to Steve, what are you having as you crack <laughs> it open? Uh, I've got uh, Night Shift's Cherry Pie Scraper. So, I... all right. Anyways, my uncle was over um, and... We uh, we drank a bunch of beers and I got to keep the leftovers and this one was really good. So yeah, sounds good. Uh, you better bring it by next time. <laughs> uh, no, I think this is. Um, I think I'm gonna drink them all. But yeah, it's wow. uh, it's a cherry ale with. Um, yeah. It, you know what, Jesse? I gotta like say that's actually pie. a great can art too on that Great Nation. Hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Moving down in my zoom call list rob what are we drinking well today i decided since new year's already screwed up my sleep schedule screw it, i'm doing a rum and coke bitchin what rum did you use oh kraken there are other kinds <laughs> i know for a while you were on a kick of drinking other kinds and i kept getting you that thomas too and whatnot so that was damn good and if i had but that's not really a mix in rum that's more like if you're gonna drink one straight out to go for it Rob, you're my rum guy. I don't know shit all about rum besides it's made from sugar cane and I don't like it every time I have it. I try with him. I really do, but nothing But works. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Rob. You're going to have to rummage some more with him. Mm, yes, yeah, so let's not sugar cane. Who's on the dime again, Steve? Ah. Karen, what are you having this evening? Well, I decided that I was going to torture myself and do a dry January so I am drinking a Polar 
that is the Valentine's Polar Seltzer from last year. Still good. It is blackberry and champagne. It's actually delicious, and it comes with all these fun sayings, like, love is cold. That sounds pretty good, but that is like the most depressing, gradually depressing story I probably have heard. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 it gets better, because she found it and loved it so much, she went around the state buying as much of it as she could. That's why we still have some now, almost a year later. It's January. I was wondering about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nate found some, and he's like, there's an entire end cap of this seltzer. And I was like, I will be there. And I went and I bought probably 25 of them. I d couldn't fit any more in the carriage, so I just had to leave. Maybe easier to drink a beer rather than 25 champagne. I was going to say, I tried contacting them. They're like, yeah, we don't make any more. It's out. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta say, sitting around that long, I'm pretty sure the plastic leaking into it, your liver would be safer with the actual alcohol. It says that the the date is October 2020, uh, 2022, so it's only a couple <laughs> months out. Wait, I thought you said it's still fast. good. Big oof. <laughs> I can't get on here, Karen. If they did the same thing with Crystal Pepsi, I would probably have. <laughs> anyway, speaking of out-of-date things and well, not really. That doesn't really segue at all, but I'm moving on. Anyways, we were in the forest, right? No, actually, quite opposite. You're in the big city of Magnamar. As we went through some timing schedules that I completely forgot about because I want to move you all to Magnamar, you all just magically zoomed to Magnamar without any travel or anything, so good for you guys. <laughs> there was supposed to be a whole encounter table, but I forgot because I was excited to get you to Magnamar. <laughs> you guys we entered took the, the airship. city. Yeah, pretty much. You guys entered the city, you went over to the pediment building, and you ran into what the inspector thought was Linda, but was actually Sheila. And then They're you twins. tried Yeah, right. Then you tried to go see <laughs> you tried to go to your office and you ran into a colleague of yours. Old Hal Williams. It's the Williams that gets me <laughs> And even though you guys have a rivalry of sorts he did end up giving you a stack of files about what was going on in magnamar and we now join the inspector and everyone else inside the pediment building who i believe their plan was to go to the inn that they have the voucher for to give you some sort of perspective inspector you have a pretty hefty stack of files in front of you so um I guess my question is, is there um, an issue bringing the files out of the place? Or is this just kind of all 1950s, you know, oh yeah, no, you can drink on the job, cop work. Uh, they will let you leave with them. They've had scribes transcribing the stuff. Okay. The old photocopier. <laughs> yeah. So we're heading to the, uh, the thing. I, I guess my question is, you guys want me to go with you, or you know, I can go to my own place, kind of do my thing, meet you up in the meet up with you guys in the morning. Well, I feel, Inspector, that you need to discuss with us the details that you have within that folder. No. Well, yes, I do need to discuss them with you, but I have not read them, so how uh, I I need some time to read over the files to see what is in them and maybe take a look. You know? I wouldn't mind a night on the town while he does some homework. Yes, I I can go I can go back to my 
place. I can pick up some uh, Lambes baguette and uh, <laughs> some cheese and uh, uh, make a night of it, you know? And I will read and I will meet up with you in the morning. Dame offers her help. I would love to help you go through these files and see if we can't come up with some connections between what was happening in Sandpoint and what's happening here. That That is more than fair. I welcome a second set of eyes reading through. Um, I am just, I feel it would be negligent to bring it into a busy uh, tavern. It's, while this has been transcribed here at the office, uh, Taverns in this big city, you have all sorts of uh, ne'er-do-wells around it. I would uh, not want them, especially if they have something to do with this, taking a look, no? Are you offering to bring me back to your place? <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> do you really want to walk into a Frenchman's apartment, Karen? Purely not particularly, no. professional... Uh, Capacity, my uh, mistress would uh, have an issue with that. Oh, the plot thickens. Is there a. <laughs> I'm so ambitious. My mistress <laughs> has a mistress. <laughs> Is there a Mrs. Offensive French stereotype? <laughs> <laughs> there possibly a conference room? I don't know if Dame really wants to go. In... No, she. <laughs> Marigold said that that's fine. That we can head back and, in a purely professional way, <laughs> go over these files. Right. This is going to turn into a scene from Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta so look at Ghostara. <laughs> in and who's staying? So, uh, Marigold, I'll make sure your arrangements get taken care of at the sin. Um, Inspector, where exactly is your apartment? My apartment is that way. It is in the capital district. It's uh, in the same district, not too far away from the pediment building. Okay. Most of the city is that way. Do you want to get a wee bit more specific? I'm joking because I don't know the layout, but it would give you very specific directions. Yeah. Let's just say they you could find your way. Okay. Weird that you already had this map drawn on the back of your business card. Do you just hand these it's out to people? the pediment building. It smells like stinky cheese and perfume. <laughs> or maybe that is perfume? It is. Ah. Uh, it is eau de fromage. Ah. <laughs> Thank you, Gotara. Gotara pretends to understand. Hi, I'll, I'll be by with your room key. Uh, just didn't do anything you'll regret in the morning. I never do. If you're... I'm uh, going to be looking, we can use my office here, and then you can go to the inn. I assume the, you know, my place and the inn are probably equidistance from, uh... Uh, not exactly equal distance, but negligible, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that works can, for me. Yes, uh, you can sit in my office, let me, uh, run out, I will get us a few refreshments, and then we can, uh, work on this, No. So, and over gonna, the files. Yeah, I'm going to go find that Lembus baguette. So, <laughs> while we let them do the the whole file checking, uh, Steve, did you get that massive text I sent you? In chat? No, 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 it's in the oh, chat. Yeah, in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, good luck. 
Holy crap. I told you I'm going to make this fun for you. Okay. Want me to start reading? Yeah, so basically, what I have said to Steve is the information in the files. Now, I told you, Steve, you had a giant stack of files. There is more information in the files than what I've given Steve here. This is just the Cliff Notes version. Yes, this is the Cliff Notes, Steve. <laughs> okay. Go right ahead, Inspector. <clears throat> okay, I'll save you the trouble, Steve. So first we have Nordric Drakant, dwarven male, 142 years of age, a merchant from the Dockway, owner of the Precious Hunt, a general goods store in the Dockway. He was found dead in his shop the morning of Erastus, July 25th, his chest flayed open in a seven-pointed star. Preliminary investigation led to nothing substantial. Suspicions to a rival shop owner in the Dockway, but no evidence points to anything concrete. His wife, Kazmara, was left to the shop. According to the wife, nothing appears to be stolen or taken from the shop. Investigated by Sergeant Tobias Austin, Dockway District. Next, we have Alexander Valak, human male, 24 years old, soldier of the city of Magnamar, assigned to the guard stationed out of the Arvenasaur in the 2nd Division, 1st Battalion, 5th Squad. It was his squad that patrolled Low Cleft. On the night of Aridus, August 8th, his body was found in an alley between Floral and Hardy, owned by Aidan Clanton and his wife, Audrey, and the Courtesan and the Unicorn, owned by Von Yavi Sijanzi, a gypsy boutique shop that is known to do tarot readings and fortune-telling, but also known to some as a brothel. Alexander's body was found with a seven-pointed star carved into his chest, but he was covered by his cloak. All equipment still found on him. Investigations into the courtesan were met with resistance from the owner and her bodyguards, but between their stories and the others in his unit, Liam Shaw, Aidan Bergen, and Felix Winter, reveal that Alexander was receiving payment from the courtesan to look the other way when there was trouble. Not enough evidence points to any suspects, working theories are jealous men from his unit, disgruntled patrons from the courtesan, or the courtesan itself. Wild theory, random killings to show a message to the Varesians to the courtesan. The local Varesians do not like the business. Parents Michelle and Ida Velek of Ardelia, investigated by Lieutenant Kailu Balzuman, Naus District. Um, Nate, can we just take a quick step back? What was the name of that street again? Oh, no, it wasn't a street. It's between two shops called Floral and Hardy and the Courtesan and the Unicorn. It's an unnamed Floral and Hardy. If you didn't <laughs> think there was going to be at least one pun in here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the second or the third person is Philanus Mayanvalar, a half elf female, 50 years old. On September 4th, her body was found inside of her shop. She runs a business in Low Cleft, the Blind Melon. No, no, no song references there? Okay, cool. Wait, moving on. What was the last time you thought of Blind Melon? Yeah, I'm just gonna shake my head at you. Like what, 2000? I don't know. Uh, after investigating the business, it turned out to be a front for money lending. Money lending. Letters with possible ties to the Scarney were found in the shop, but nothing confirmed. In the days following the death, an individual named Brienne Silverheel was seen around the store. After questioning Brienne, she was exonerated, only that she was looking into the murder for her family, as the Silverheels own a import-export business nearby and were concerned for their business. No evidence pointing any significant direction found at the scene. The fourth person is Rastigan Flynnwizzle. On September 23rd, he was a merchant in the dockway at the Pixie Splendor, a little tinkerer shop. When he did not open his shop in the morning, his assistant Jessup Crankwanger was concerned and contacted the town guard to do a wellness check. 
they went to do it, but they found him in his bed dead. It appeared as if he had died in his sleep with no struggle, but obviously his body was cut open with a seven-pointed star, so it was not natural causes. Of the famous crank wangers. Yes. 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 Well, he was uh, crank wangering a little too hard last night. And gave yeah. Speaking of the early 2000s. <laughs> he died of the damp. Another victim, Tuanta Swiftcrest, a human Shawanti female, died on October 13th. She was a resident of Ordelia District. From all investigations, it seems that she was a sellsword in the city, and she was not to be trifled with. A very large and intimidating woman with great skills in battle. She was last seen at Tessex, a local haunt for ruffians and scoundrels, with fighting pits, gambling rings, and ever-flowing taps. What information could be pulled out of the patrons of the Tessic is that she was hired by a local noble and was awaiting word to leave with him when she disappeared. Her body was found dumped outside the embassy in Ordelia with a seven-pointed star. Last and not least is Miles Groden and his wife Theodosia. They were killed on October 26th, only a few days ago. They were found dead in their home in the Keystone District. Their nice but not lavish townhouse was broken into and the couple was found murdered. Seven-pointed stars found in their chests. Forcible entry in the back door of the house, and the kitchen was a mess. A struggle ensued and looks like Theodosia was killed first, and then Miles. Both were members of the Council of Ushers. It was investigated by Lieutenant Hal Williams and overseen by Captain Vincent Windingham. Interesting. I will send you guys all that information a little later on. That's a heap. Yeah. <laughs> As I get back to my scotch. What are you guys doing now with this information? Well, I think we've read through and, you know, uh, Marigold and I probably compiled the list of here's the basic information and we can call it a night and meet up in the morning. <laughs> okay. So. Sounds good. Your place or mine. Ooh. Yeah, no. <laughs> we will meet back here at my office. Are Gotara and Janos going over to the inn? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, as we make our way over to the inn, let me change up the music to more inn-like. There we go. I like that. Okay. Really indie. Yeah. Okay, just north of the pediment building, a few blocks away, is a quiet, quaint little inn made of stone. Impressively carved, this building has three stories. Going inside, the building is more impressive. And if you give me a second, I can actually show you what it looks like. A roaring... Oh, you enter from a door in the south of the building. A roaring stone fireplace sits in the north. Four round tables are scattered around the room, with a few tables up on a small set of stairs to the east. A large bar sits in the northwestern of the room to an intricately carved wooden staircase along the western wall that heads upstairs. A separate door sits in the northwestern portion of the room at the end of the bar, looking like it ends to a kitchen. In this quiet little inn, three patrons are sitting, eating their meals by the fire. An older, thin human male with dark hair and brown eyes stands behind the bar cleaning dishes as he stops and greets you as you walk in. Oh, welcome. Welcome to the Hammer and Stone. What can I do for you? Now, before we continue with that, can you guys actually all see the map or no? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Zanya and Fulton? Yeah, I see. Ah, oh, there I, it is. 
I saw that and I thought his name was Futon for a second. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be gold. But I was going to take that lane I am, down. I am very... Uh, was Laurel and Hardy wasn't enough for you? <laughs> I was afraid that uh, dynamic lighting was going to screw me. No, nope, so not. far I can see everything here. I don't yeah. see a third patron, but... I don't have the three little people sitting at tables because I couldn't find tokens I like that weren't like, oh, look, that's a guy you've already seen before. <laughs> I mean, I think we've already seen Fulton before. <laughs> oh my god, Portal's back. Actually, <laughs> Fulton's token is Great. Father Xantus. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Because I was like, ah, he looks like the tall, thin man. Anyway, so he says, welcome to the Hammer and Stone. What can I do for you? Can't seem to drag out my character, but uh, I, um, I guess I'll. I'll... Yeah, go ahead. I'll produce kind of the vouchers that we were given from inside my cloak. I'm like, we'll be needing three rooms for the next couple of days. And so he looks over the voucher for a second and just kind of says, "Oh, travelers from Sandpoint, always welcome here. Sheriff Hemlock is a delight when he comes. He's always the life of the party when he's here. But where are my manners? I'm Fulton <laughs> Raltrak." And this is my inn. And he points over to the woman busting tables. And there's my wife, Krizana. If you need anything, please let us know. Unfortunately, though, that voucher is only good for one room. I can give my friends from Sandpoint here a discount on the other rooms. Um, let's see. I have a couple available upstairs. And how many are you going to be needing? Any three total? I three. <laughs> so with the voucher, I could probably do four gold per night per room. Now, now, I know that seems steep, but meals are included, there is a bath on the second floor, and laundry services are available if needed. You had me a bath there a lot, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Sounds fair. And he kind of stares at Janos for a second, and he says, and for you, I'll even have my son, Elindor, take the blades over to the blacksmith to have them sharpened, if you wish, of course. I don't want to impose. Uh, maybe I'll walk over with him. Sure, sure. And, and you see a teenage boy kind of stick his head out from, like, by the piano over there, and, you know, he was <clears> hiding <throat> behind it, kind of busting around. He goes, I behind can show you where it was. a fucking massive piano. Yes, according <laughs> to this map, it is a 15-foot piano. At least. Jeez, that Not is... a piano anymore. It's like the grand organ. I mean, yeah. to be fair, that table's also the Last Supper table. Um, Janusz will lean in a little bit to Fulton and just kind of be like, you know, anywhere I may be able to find a fighting pit or fighting ring around here? Ooh, um... How cliche. I, I know there are some down in Ordelia. Not so much in this area. We try to try to stay away from that here. Thanks for the tip. Just the tip. And... And Janos punches the guy next to him. <laughs> so Fulton hands over the keys to the rooms and he thanks you and he kind of says is there anything else you'll be needing tonight I mean we do have uh, food tonight we, like I said the laundry service is available uh, I think we should be in good shape although and I'll hand him the um, the third key because we don't know when Marigold's going to be coming back if if you need to see uh, we lost about yay big like about half of her height Going by the name of Dame Marigold, come in. That's her key. Could you just make sure that she gets that? Sure. I mean, I'm sure she would stand out a halfling in armor. You say? She's I, you trust me. You'll you'll know her when you see her. Okay. And what about her animal companion? Oh, 
Wow, dude. Wow. <laughs> Can't wait until one of your characters dies in every campaign I run from now on. So <laughs> as Gotar is sitting there talking to Fulton and Janosch is... We order venison. I don't know if Janosch is going to the blacksmith now or you guys are waiting. It is like five, six o'clock at night. Uh, I'd probably wait until the next day. Uh, Janosch kind of mentions to Gotar that he'd like to see the town. He doesn't know it very well. And, and uh, Fulton says, oh, can I get you a drink? Hi, please. Um, yeah, that what? sounds pretty good. Sure, so he... Ale, something something good. I haven't had a decent ale. I kind of tell you how long. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, there is a local brewery here. Uh, let me see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And he pulls out two ales and puts them down. He goes, now, I've not had this myself. I actually don't drink, but I hear it's supposed to be very good. But that'll be uh, two silver apiece, please. She kind of looks at him when he says he doesn't drink like he just said he doesn't eat, and she slides two, um, two silver over to him. Janosch will stop Gotara and just put down a gold, and he says, here, keep that open a bit. Oh, th- thank you, sir. Are, are you hungry at all, the two of you? I could eat. I... <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, I'll have to check. I don't know what the chef has prepared for tonight. And it's about that time you hear a voice coming out of the back. Hey, yeah, we got the uh, the prime rib going, and uh, we got some. Uh, I got the fish stew going with some uh, with some nice, nice herbs. They're really bringing it out. Nate, you lying motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and everyone, welcome. The reason this podcast exists. Josh Ducharme to the party. Yeah. Hey, everybody! Howdy, howdy! Son of a bitch. You've been quiet that entire time, you bastard. Do you know how hard hard. it was not to say anything this entire week? (laughs) Really difficult. I can only imagine. I I imagine you've had a tough time the past, like, 40 minutes. Being muted helps. Especially given that you were directly asked. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Literally, like, an hour before we started. (laughs) Good to have you back, buddy. Good to see you. No one knows who you are. <laughs> so for a quick recap, the reason I say Josh is the reason for this podcast is because Josh played with us through all of book one. We've always played together. He's been in our group for years and years, and he's the one who brought me into this. Long story longer here is Josh and his wife had a baby, and well, she did most of the work, but Josh was there. Yeah, she did. And Josh was involved for a few minutes. Beginning. Getting his schedule back together, <laughs> he missed out on a lot of book two and then a lot of times to tie him in wasn't the best spot. So we were finally able to get him back in now. So we were recording this originally so Josh could listen to the story after he left. And then we decided to make it a podcast. And here we are. So Josh is now back in full circle. And Josh, <laughs> for our listeners, please describe the character that they are looking at. Oh, God. Oh, God, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his token. Everyone at home. Josh, please describe your token as well. Did Janos just hug him? (laughs) No comment. Dog pile. (laughs) All right, so. uh... My scotch bottle. More scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this character is a six foot four humanoid 
pretty shredded, uh, bright violet eyes, hair that's very black, too black to be for normal human hair, with a frying pan tattooed on his arm. You are all looking, whoever's at the bar, at Rumble's Donnybrook. <laughs> and the token? And the token is Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> An apt, a more apt token there could not be. No. It's... And though Josh is late to the party, Josh, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking Gray Sail Brewing Autumn Winds. Ooh, I almost Ooh, bought that today. Good choice. Sounds more epic than it probably is, though Graysale always puts out good stuff. It's yeah. a pretty decent beer. It's a fest beer. Actually, side story. Mm. Now, it is January when, at the time of this recording. When I went to the liquor store today, I found a variety pack of Long Trail at my local liquor store, and I was like, oh, awesome. And then I quickly realized, yes, it had my favorite beer in it, the Blackberry Wheat, because it was the summer variety pack. And I was like, that's not good. So it's almost as outdated as Karen's drink. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> Karen's uh, beer, you know, or drink rather, is only like 330 days ago. That's all. <laughs> it's probably more than that when it was packaged. True. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, God, you lying sack of shit. I knew that didn't <laughs> sound right. <laughs> Man. The worst was actually earlier when Jesse's like, so Josh, when are you going to join us? And Josh messaged me and he's like did you tell him? i was like i didn't do shit he just came up with that on his own <laughs> my favorite part about this is like the two people in here don't know who well, he is you yeah. half do this is where it's fun through no cause of my own except for one thing rumbles has been mentioned a bunch of times recently and aldern for a split second did turn into rumbles and this is the person you've seen in the cameo that rumbles turned into that's right and you yeah, have heard about him, so you may not know him, but you definitely recognize him. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I rolled my wisdom just to see if, like, Gotara puts two and two together. And I, I did pretty well. I got, like, a 15. So I feel like she looks as she sees, like, him pop out. And I assume he's wearing a chef's hat. <laughs> yep. She, like jumps into her bag, pulls out that camo, which she still has. Oh, I thought you gave it to Amiko. No, we, we, we gave it to Amiko. Oh, right, we did. Shit. No, but I do still have... I saw the pictures that we took. So, I hope right. that you look at Janosch for, you know, like, is that is that the guy? Because I rolled Wisdom 2 for fun, and I got a natural 1, but I have a plus 1, so that's a 2. So I hope you just look at me like, is, is that, is that? And I just give you the coldest stare in the world. Uh, no. Janosch more or less looks at him and be like, I know that guy. <laughs> Not oh well. <laughs> <laughs> so just like rifling through the paint, through, rifling through like the pictures that I have, and she holds up like the one of Rumbles next to Rumbles' head. <laughs> uh, like, did I help you? I don't know. You wouldn't have happened to know. Um, the two people back in Sunpoint. One of them was a uh, cat girl about yay big. Oh meow meow. Miniri maybe. Yeah meow meow. How about Amika Car? I, I think this is I the mean one. Amiko. We we oh, some mom? <laughs> You Ooh. call her mom? <laughs> Didn't expect that one. <laughs> it's in my backstory. It's better than mommy. Let's put it that way. <laughs> because she took him in, and he knows it pisses her off when he does it. I was going to say so you were taken anyway. in when you were like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, twenty six. It's complicated. <laughs> 
Rumbles is still young. He's only 18. He'll, she'll also describe um, Alfonso real quick. <laughs> oh, shit, heal. Hey, that's the one. <laughs> Close. So, so we're going to break the deaths to him. How, how are they doing? <laughs> I was just gonna uh, say this is gonna be we fun. Should, we should talk real quick. Once you, why don't you finish what you're doing back there, and come and join us at the table, and we'll discuss it. Uh, yeah, sure. Let me uh, go talk to the phone quick. Hey, um, by the by, um, they, they didn't, I didn't quite catch your name. What was that again? Uh, Rumble's Donnie Brook. I that's the one, right? I'm Gotara. <laughs> nice to meet you, Gogo. That, that's not going anywhere, is it? Mm, okay, I, I can live with that. I dare to give my name. <laughs> oh, this is Janosch. <laughs> What's going on, Janosch? Hey! <laughs> not much, not much. You're like a bead of sweat, it just wipes off his brow. You're, you're like two years younger than Janosch, but you're like a foot taller than him. He's like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> We've missed you. <laughs> uh, missed you guys too. Who, who is this? So this was apparently a friend of Meniri and Alfonso's. So we're going to have to break that to him. Um, but he apparently helped out in Sandpoint a few times. I think Aldern might have had a thing yeah, for him. Uh, Gotara, you would know. You spent time around Dominic, Alfonso, and Meniri. They definitely yeah. told stories. Yeah, you weren't with them too, too long, you know, before shit happened. But there was definitely downtime where you might have heard a story or two. About what they had dealt with in the Goblin Horde and everything. Yeah, I think she's faced in on the name, but the second she heard him say that, it clicked. I'm like, all right, the dumb name. Oh, really? Well, he's a pretty dumb guy, too. Intelligence <laughs> of six. So, what are you guys doing in said in now? Six. We're going to wait for Rumbles to come out so we can <laughs> bring him back to speed. Oh, also, uh, I was going to yes. say, as we leveled up Rumbles, Josh, do you want to tell them about the amazing thing that Rumbles has learned? Oh, <laughs> English. He can he can read now. Oh God! Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. At that's a second grade for a level, intelligence. <laughs> Nothing can stop him. <laughs> See, I thought Spot. your daughter would learn to read before Ruff, Rumbles. Ruff. Dude, no Run. joke. She's actually repeating books right now. Is that not reading? Yeah, but like she obviously can't read, but she's memorized the books and repeats the words back to you page by page. Oh, neat! <laughs> You're screwed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was like two days ago that we discovered this because I was watching her on the camera, and she had lined all of her dolls up in like and a circle, and we're sitting in like front of them, reading and showing the pictures. Oh, you're totally screwed. She's one hundred percent becoming like a political leader. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> anyway, what are you guys doing in Magnamar, Myanmar? <laughs> um, Burma. I guess we we should wait until he's sort of off shift and talk to him and yeah, we move from there. <laughs> I assume yeah. Marigold would show up at some point. Yeah. I it depends on what time it is, but I would assume that we finish probably by 8 or 9 o'clock. I mean, if the bar is not super busy, we could just kind of tell him. Janos recommends that this, you know, it doesn't have to be super tactful. At the end of the day, he just kind of deserves to know. Yeah, but I, I kind of like to walk him through exactly what happened, given that, you know, two of the three people he used to know are kind of dead. Hmm. 
I mean, what happened when you found out about your cousin? Did they just, oh, by the way, he's dead when he walked That's in the family. That's a day? different story. You can tell Yanosh is getting really irritated by that comment. <laughs> but, but you see in a larger point. You, you break of. it gentle. I don't know. I feel like I would want to know as soon as possible so I could do something about it. Well, that that's a different conversation, and from what I've been told, he's quite capable, if a bit daft. Well, we could definitely use all the help we could get. That that I definitely agree with. Do you think we should tell him now, since it's a little bit dying down? Well, we'll, we'll wait for him to come back over. I mean, I'm sure that he's got things he needs to be doing. He seems to be working here. And from what Amiko told me, he's quite good at what he does. Also, 5.30 is like the dinner rush. Yeah, there's like, like three people in here, so I just wasn't sure on that. Normally, the, <laughs> normally this would be when the foodening is in full swing. The foodening. <laughs> yeah, we're almost like come over and put two prime ribs in front of you. Now I can Thank see you. why why Amico spoke so highly of you. Oh, yeah, this is almost as good as Biblins. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mention the B word in Rumble's presence. <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, the guy who took my job. She says she misses. She says she misses you. Hi. Yeah, I miss How's her too. Going? I kind of had to uh, take a. Uh, I had some stuff happen that I needed to figure out, but uh, yeah, we can talk about that later. Why, why don't you sit? We can. Uh, we can. We'd love to hear all about it, and we can tell you some of what happened after you left. Uh yeah. If it's okay with Fulton, then uh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> We'll hand wave that Fulton says yeah, yes. Yeah, we'll assume Fulton is okay with this. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Nate, take it away. <laughs> well done, Nate. <laughs> Nate's so. throwing up scotch in the background. <laughs> For the listeners, Nate is not here. Yes. We're going to assume he's taking a massive dump. <laughs> Scott, keep oops. it classy, Steve. Keep it classy. Always. <laughs> So we'll bring you up to speed on, you know, everything you already know, because you were our only listener for a while. <laughs> yeah, me and your mom. Yep. <laughs> it's... Which is <laughs> not a derogatory response. Rob's no. mom is actually a listener. <laughs> He's a super fan. Just, He's just, not kidding. I think we've mentioned this It just this sounds before. so bad. <laughs> I know. It, it sounds like an internet trope, but she is one of our super fans. Yeah, it is your mom. Trope. <laughs> she 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 gave she gave us like feedback on our art and in uh, our commentary. She listens all the time. <laughs> Great. Uh, we should be embarrassed. Why? I love my mother. <laughs> no, I love your mother too. We should be embarrassed about the things we say, and she listens to it. Oh, she knows that's, you people. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But she knows yeah. all of you. I'm never gonna edit myself, but you know. That's okay. We edit it you for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Nate, how was that dump? No, I smelled something burning and had to go check, but apparently it was just something melting in the dishwasher. <laughs> oh, well, that's all. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> okay. Not what I expected. <laughs> anyway, so we br we're bringing Rumbles up to speed and very gently breaking to him what happened to Alfonso and Maniri. How does Rumbles take left. said news? So I leave Sandpoint for five minutes. It was over a week. 
Yeah, it was over a month. Weeks, minutes, same thing. <laughs> and Meow Meow's dead. Shitheel's dead. Dominic fucked off. I. And Hakuna Matata just disappeared. I don't know who Hakuna that is. <laughs> I thought you were there when Takua left, but it's been so I long, he, I don't I, even remember. I thought Takua left first, actually, but. Yeah, yeah Takua did leave first. Oh, okay. Either way, it, it's still it's still good to add to your list, and we you yeah. can say that you know to us, and we have no idea what the fuck you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, because we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this might be the first time we've heard his name. Yeah, sorry about that. No, the sheriff mentioned it a couple sessions ago. Or but, last uh, session. This is where Janos will jump in and say, "Like, this is why we could really use your help if the stories we've heard are true. Then we really need you on our side against this great threat." So, the crap that's going on in Sandpoint that took out Miniri and Shitheel is here now. It looks that way, yes. Did you tell him that it was Aldern Foxglove? I, uh, incidentally, he had like a camo of you with your picture on it. Was, was there something going on there? You know, that guy always weirded me out. Ever since he took called. us on the boar hunt. Probably, uh, yeah. Well, that checks out that he kind of weirded you out, despite what we did to him. I well, it turns out he was a wee, a wee bit of a weirdo himself. So, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I split him in half. Oh, good for you. Early. <laughs> oh, um, we should probably tell you about the other two, um, because we we've added a few other people other to the group. We've They've got, um... actually entered the establishment. Both of them are just Marigold. Uh, the clue would come along. Um, okay. He doesn't like to be left alone. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's still early in the night. They got done with their reading quicker than we thought. Let's all <laughs> sit around the table in the in the map here. I like it. Aww. Dame walks up and just. <clears throat> we looks can't at see Fumbles. you. Uh, you're under the table. What? Uh, <laughs> just, she picks herself up onto a chair. Oh, she can't snap onto a chair. We got her a booster seat. As Clue comes up, Gotaro will kind of whisper to Rumble's brace yourself for this one. If I am not, if I am not mistaken, yeah. you are you are Rumble's third uh, about you. And you're Frau Blucher. <laughs> no, 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 close enough. <laughs> what is with the horses around you? Josh <laughs> <laughs> will explain who this is and who just came up. Day Mary Gold Sunstorm. And I want to say Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know who that is. And Inspector Clear. <laughs> you really got to get the flame when you say it, too. He's very particular about that. Clear. And I explain uh, how they've helped us so far in this journey. And that they've, for some reason, agreed to come with us. Well, other than the fact that the inspector is getting paid. <laughs> actually, this is my jurisdiction. This is where I operate from. So, actually, you came with me. And as Chrisanya, is Chrisanya the woman who ran away that had the cat? Wow! You know what? Bottle cap, Jesse. Oh Boom. yeah! You never knew her name, but yes, that's the same token of the wizard that was in the Goblin Fortress. <laughs> if we had any original party member, she'd be dead. Because yeah. he'd be like, kill that bitch. I was about to say, Rumbles freaks out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah, right. I'm the one who killed her. 
<laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I think you killed her. You definitely, yeah, she ran downstairs. Oh, no, we got her. I remember that. Yeah. We, she ran downstairs and ran into a trap that she triggered. That's what it was. Mm. Mm. <laughs> she killed it. It was the other one that got all like, and we weren't sure what happened to the cat, Dignified. right? Yes, but that's the same token. So, bottle cap, Jesse. <laughs> Boom, thank you. Because that's at least like a year and a half callback at this point. <laughs> I lived in Colorado then. So she's yeah. going around the table. I don't know. I'm having so much fun just moving her around, and she's getting drinks yeah. and stuff. I don't know if you guys can see her moving square by square. Oh, yeah, we can. Yep. <laughs> so, son, you've been a part of this? Uh, yeah, I was uh, the original, I guess, the one of the only surviving members of the original Rambling Ravens, now that two of my friends are dead. Yes, I think we need to change the name since... Uh... I believe they were going by the doorman for a while there. This is the, the group name is getting very confusing to me. We just propositioned uh, Rumbles here if you'd like to join our whatever we're calling our group here. I, I <laughs> think this is a great idea. He's uh, I'm a little worried about the term propositioning, but uh, we'll, we'll <laughs> skip past that. <laughs> he is, uh, accounts, a very apt fighter, which I am not, so, you know. Aye, that, that is very true. He is really good at spitting, though, especially he into should... a, a potion that he's already drank. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you finished that sentence. I forgot entirely what you're talking about. <laughs> That's why there was a dot, dot, dot there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is something very different game. drank a potion. You can... You can get two uses out of it. It seems very wasteful. Sexual preference is on the character sheet, Janos, so you do you, buddy. <laughs> ambiguous. It, it is <laughs> ambiguous, and we did spend a lot of time talking about your dump truck ass. That's true. <laughs> An ass <laughs> like a Pixar mom. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing pennies at him, bouncing off. Penny should probably bump just... a nickel off that thing. Gotara <laughs> just misses Dominic. So, Steve, who's on the dime? <laughs> yeah, cute. So, are we going to call ourselves the nickel and dimers? Is that what's happening? Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Too Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoover. Damn, this is close. I can say uh, it. You can't. <laughs> yeah, it's. We can call ourselves the damned. Uh, uh, yeah, good band. Too accurate. <laughs> too accurate. So I really want to play this out. You guys are sitting around having drinks. Come up with a team name. Fuck. Uh, well, I don't need to know if Rumbles is joining us before we do anything. I... Well, if what Gogo and Yanos are telling me is true, and the crap from home is here, I'm in. So Fulton also hears this and be like, Rumbles, you are also employed here, you know. It's <laughs> a really good cook in Sandpoint, son, that you could call up, maybe, to help fill out your position. <laughs> but Rumbles, Thunder Raven, you never told me you worked with the sheriff. Yeah, huh. yeah, I worked with him a like, like couple months ago, and Captain of the Guard Dominic. <laughs> oh my God, you might believe that. You know what? That's that's true. Rumbles, you're welcome here anytime. Your spinach puffs, amazing. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed them. 
Is Fulton like secretly a mimic? I don't think anyone in D and D is this nice without like an ulterior motive. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. Oh, You're gonna, you guys <laughs> kept telling me that every shop owner was a dick, so I'm trying to play them nicer. To be fair, they were. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys walked in and were like, "Give me the answers I need to know now." One of them punched Rumbles out in like a yeah. minute. Hey, yeah, that was cool. That was like the other guy was one. like, "You want silver dust? Fuck you!" <laughs> hitting on his daughter. She was hitting no. on me. That's not yeah, the way he saw it. Backwards. Yeah. She was very sexually aggressive. Towards she was hitting on him, so he started beating on him. <laughs> Explain that sentence. Did she beat him off? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Arch Clutch came back. Oh, this session's going great. Wait. <laughs> I mean, we spend an inordinate amount of time investigating murders. Maybe we could do something based off that for a name? The murderers. No, wait. Turn no. a blind eye murdering? <laughs> wait. <laughs> Too much ale. The murderers. <laughs> A group of crows is called a murder. <laughs> All I can think of is like the replacements. Keanu <laughs> Reeves? Actually, I've kind of ring to it. That was a great movie. It was. Karen won't watch it. Why not? Uh, well, what? it was probably because it was 11 I mean, o'clock at night and I started. And I was like, you need to watch it. And she said, fuck off, going to bed. Yeah, that, 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 I was going to say, I, was like, I'm not, I did not say yeah. that I wouldn't watch it. I just simply stated that it was too late. I mean, would it be out of the question to be something like what we're trying to do and protect people? Maybe not like the protectors, but like the guardians of the not galaxy. <laughs> uh, I, was I mean, say, I was like, wait. <laughs> given our turn, though, how about the expendables? But, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's also copyright. Yeah. We are the, guardians of, the, the guardians of the. Uh, Greater Magnamar County. Uh, Varija. Varija. No, I mean, no, not 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 all of Varija. Just the Greater County of Magnamar, around Magnamar. <laughs> of Magnamar and the surrounding areas. Yeah. I sort of like Guardians because we're a pretty diverse team. You know, like you can't really call us the Warriors when right. some of us can't really fight. Oh, looks a clue. <laughs> Look, my skill set lies elsewhere. Call ourselves like the traveling warriors. Because we're traveling from place to place. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of We've really only been to two places. Why don't you so just go simply and go with something like, like the Sandpoint Guard? But no, a lot of us aren't from Sandpoint. Also, I'm from what about Magnum. the Sandpoint Guardians? Well, that implies you only know, guard Sandpoint. Sandpoint Guard actually is a little piffier. Oh, I don't, I don't care. This is going to spend the rest of the time that it takes to. So if you're listening, buckle in. This is going to be awful. The Ghoul Real Busters. Time. The cool I already busters? tried that. The Ghoul Busters. <laughs> ghoul Busters. Oh, Busting like makes you feel good. Okay. Yikes. Wait, that's, if you got a ghoul, who are you going to call? <laughs> I would call the town gods. This is what D&D is actually like. <laughs> <laughs> no, things are going still too smoothly. Yeah, this is uh, though. This is a very accurate representation. Of how... No, if it were real D anD D, we would be doing this like while we're being killed by ogres. <laughs> yeah, I still should be, like, should be the sand guard. I rolled a fifteen to hit. Should we call be called the peacekeepers? Oh, 
So what I'm, I like I'm going to move the story along, and I'm going to say that all of you, before next session, need to come up with a new team name. So let's say you go into the wee hours of the night, and you come up with a team name. We'll <laughs> find out what it is next time on episode 2030, because this is 29? Yeah, this is 29. That's how counting works. Whew. I don't know, bro. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we drink into the night come up with a team name and it's awesome it's so awesome that we won't even be able to tell it right now dripping with sarcasm <laughs> it's, oh wait th those are all to uh those are all to me yeah right? they were never mind let me uh let me send we that to are the super squad so <laughs> no no alliteration of these situations is corny as we wake up in the morning on the next day i need to mark off my calendar because god Damn, you guys are like a couple days past here. So uh, let's see. Yep. Uh, Hear me out. Team five star to combat team seven star. So by my calculations, this is fun. I kind of like it. It is actually <laughs> the 31st of Lamashun, October. It comes sooner every year. Spooky. Do they do any sort of pagan-like festival? Yeah, it's the the hollow festival. All Hallows Eve? Yeah, you know, Sam Hain and all that. <laughs> um, I would like to go out then. That sounds like fun. The morning of. <laughs> Janos would like to go to Ordilio to check out some of the Hollow's Eve and maybe find a fighting pit or so two. So if everyone would like to look at the map that's Magnamar Districts and Monuments, if you can see it, because, you know, it's tiny, just so you know where Ordelia is. You are in the Capital District, which is towards the north of the map. You were trying to go all the way south to Ordelia. Oh god. That is okay. really funny. It's I mean it is. This is a large city. And as Karen notated a couple times ago, that Compass Rose is in the seven pointed star. <gasps> Which makes it hard for directions because that's not how directions work. Yeah, I really don't <laughs> like that this map is orientated with north to the left. It really throws yeah, me what off. The fuck? <laughs> but that's how anyway. the map of the bar. I would like to go west. Uh, oh. How far is that really realistically to get there? Well, hold on. Let me use the actual scale here. Uh, it looks to be about less than a mile if I'm using the actual scale in feet. Really? It's about 4,000-ish feet. Is it? I so you could get there in about 15-minute walk. Is it really? I just I never actually oh, used yeah. the scale. Huh. You're welcome. Did we take a taxi? Let's say, let's say a mile. So a 20-minute walk. No, that's more than... No, that's probably about I'm doing a mile. it from okay, yeah. from Cenotaph, which is roughly where you are. You're actually right under where it says the like the P in capital is where the pediment so it'd be about is. six thousand feet, you know. So twenty minute walk. I just figure I'm gonna give you thirty minutes because just with traffic and you know hustle and bustle of city, traffic, foot traffic. Yeah, it's it. And we do have you know this is a major city, as members. Jesse pointed out a couple episodes ago, which I enjoy. Thank you for that. Is this is a much larger city than Sandpoint. This is a very large city in the world. Yeah, it's pretty big. Uh, well, anyway, that that's uh, Janos' suggestion. He doesn't know what anyone else thinks. He's got a couple ales in him. Well, this, so he... th th this is the next day, though, right? Yeah, so we are now on the 31st of Lamashin, which is the end of October. Uh, what do you guys want to do down in Ordelia? Like, you can move down there. Also, you wake up and you have that hearty country breakfast that you always have. Does Rumbles Beans. cook it? Uh, yeah, sure. So, since we haven't had any tonight, Rumbles, roll me a profession cook check. Oh, Give God. me one second to go get my dice. 
What? <laughs> wow, he is out of practice. Ouch. Okay, got him. What you got? That is a six on the die. <laughs> well, so it's not the best breakfast you guys have had, but it's definitely better than the rations you guys have been eating. Like, <laughs> you've had eggs, you had waffles, you had home fries, you had some sort of meat. Uh, with a 12, you're not sure what it is. The inspector, jerky. I don't care if you rolled a 43 perception. You're not sure what it is, but he spiced it just right. Sure, this inspector's there for breakfast. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, I don't care if you showed up. <laughs> you're not sure. None of you know what it is, but it tastes good, and you're not questioning it. Where are the horses? I don't know. Did Ralph you? Blicker. I glossed Nothing over happens. that last session. Did you guys? <laughs> I assume put him in the livery. I mean, I 100% would have had my donkey stable. Yeah, I definitely yeah. lost over a lot because I was excited to get to Magnoir stuff, so timeline-wise, It's yeah. probably with Hal 9000 or Hank Williams or Hal Williams or Ted Williams. Hal is only seven days from retirement. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, so he'll die in God, six. gonna die. Yep. <laughs> with, the except, with the possible exception of of that one breakfast that that half-orc fella made at Amigos. This is probably the best breakfast I've had in years. Oh, thank you. The inspector now finally makes his way back to the inn because he knows that's where you're all staying. Oh, I I don't think he would because we said we, we, we would have known. Yeah, to go we said over we were going to gonna meet yeah. outside. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. so. so you guys leave. I I gotta say you probably slept in a little, so it's probably eight eight thirty in the morning by the time you leave the inn because. You've had a rough couple days. Nothing's really pressing now. Yeah, you're trying to figure shit out, but you're not on the clock right now. So it's probably huh. 8.30, 8.45 by the time you arrive at the pediment building. Go see Sheila downstairs, and she directs you down to where the inspector is, where he's already got in his office. He's in his Sunday best. He's always dressed to the nines. <laughs> and you guys are deciding to head off for the day. I know Janos wanted to head off towards Ordelia, is there any other things that you want to do? Well, I think the inspector is going to um, spend the day trying to dig into the backgrounds and find the links between these guys. And I think he will uh, tell them, uh, you can take the day. Uh, I need to do some digging into and some research into these characters that I've found and figure out so a little something so we can have a dossier and maybe a set of places we want to check out first. Uh, so if you want to take a day, go out on the town, see the sights, this would be a good time. Unfortunately, uh, it, it, it is a weekday and uh, I need to do my work. So, Steve, this is going to be a little weird one. Roll me a diplomacy check because it's a gather information kind of thing. And even though I know you're still uh -oh. good at it, it's it'll work. It's you yes. going over this information. Okay, so the base is 23, but I've, i got to check my uh, special abilities. So, Steve, I PM'd you the result of your check, even though you haven't said it, because I know what your pluses are. Okay. Womp womp. So keep that um. with you as you will, because the inspector is not with the group. What is the rest of the group Actually, doing? 
I was going to go down to his office because there was a couple of things I wanted to look into. Okay, so Rob, I'll message you that later, but what's the rest of the group doing? You have Magnamar to see what you're doing. I know you guys actually haven't done it in real world time, but I did go over that bag of holding sheet and you did sell some items. So you guys can buy items, this and that. You can resupply, do what you need to do. But what are you guys doing in the city? Uh, Marigold has no interest in seeing the sites, nor the monuments doing and anything. Even though they are eh, not necessarily religious, but traditional and revered sites. I'm I'm sure they are. She will see them when this problem is solved. I don't think she would. I don't think she would go and see any. I, if she went anywhere, it would be to see where all of the murders occurred. So a lot of the murders were months old, and the sites have been cleaned up. Yeah, not to see, not necessarily to see, like if there are clues, but more so to like see where physically they were in relation to each other, potentially in relation to, you know, like that type of thing. But she wouldn't go and we don't have to do her thing. She can just say that she's working with the inspector because she wouldn't go. She wouldn't go out and enjoy herself. This doesn't seem like a time for her to enjoy herself. Given the map of the city, I would say that even though they're all in different districts, and there is some crossover with like a guard was in this district or the investigator was in this district or they lived in this district. It seems all over the place. There doesn't seem to be a huge commonality that uh, Lady Marigold notices between the victims. Besides, they're all flayed open with a seven-pointed star. The reason this hasn't been noticed until now is in the pediment building, not that each floor is dedicated to each district but there are just different detectives and inspectors that deal with each district whereas inspector clue is kind of an overall inspector and deals with the entirety of the city he's not brought in until later because now at this point they've noticed a commonality between these so you get everybody from all these districts that be like oh you know there was a guy that died here people die all the time in the city over strifes over gambling debts or you know you did this you did that and people die and the city guard investigates it justice ironbriar has now looked into having clue go to sandpoint because of this but now he's come back and they put them together they've noticed all the commonalities between all these they've been flayed open with the same seven pointed star so what do you guys want to do for the day like besides research with the rumbles or sorry, not uh, Rumbles, with the Inspector and Lady Dame. What's Gotara, Rumbles, and Janosch doing? Well, actually, I did want to go to his, I did want to go to the Inspector's office because I wanted to read through those files myself. And I also want to, does the Inspector have like a map of the city? Uh, I'm sure there's a map yeah, of the city several. somewhere in the HQ. So just to make this a little more clear for the audience, and for you guys so you guys are in the pediment building and there it is like one police plaza but this is not where the garrison is held the garrison is held in the arvenasaur which is in another district so whereas the inspector is in charge of investigating crimes he is not the police force 
This isn't, you don't see a bunch of cops wandering around here. This is like City Hall that he works out of. Yes, I know I described it as one police plaza, but the Arvenasaur Tower is where the militia and all the other town guards, soldiers like live. House. Uh, right. Yes, it's well, it's City Hall to effect because this is where the ushers are, this is where the justices are, and you oversee more of the cities inspecting. Like, effectively, you are also a uh, first grade lieutenant in the army. Yeah. But you are inspector general. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. But, like, so, the, the soldiers, the guards, are in a different part of the city. So one of the things I wanted to do, if Gautara can borrow one of the inspector's maps, is to mark off on the map where each one of the murders has taken place. Sure. And because she knows that there's kind of this mystical element to what's going on, she wants to kind of look at that and see if she can notice any kind of pattern or any weird way that they line up. The inspector hands you a map that's already have all the murders marked off. So I kind of see where you're going, Rob. If you're looking for something that draws out a seven-pointed star, that's not the way it works. Does it look like it might be starting to go in that direction? No. Uh, can I have the inspector, Gotara, and Lady Dame roll me an intelligence check? You can ask. Meanwhile, Rumbles is looking over at uh, Janos going, War crime? 19. Did you say war crime? War crime. Oh. <laughs> what, yeah. am I, what am I rolling again? Intelligence. I'm sorry. Josh did a Ninja Turtles reference, and Jesse said war crime. <laughs> so, I the movies were not that bad, sir. <laughs> oh, yeah, welcome to my world, Jesse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, Dame Marigold. 21, is... sorry. I forgot to add my... What's Dame Marigold? Dame Marigold got a 12, and she's not a lady. <laughs> well, she's a dame. Lady, dame. It's close. It's no, similar. No, no. It's not the same thing. We went over this. I know. I'm the one who looked <laughs> it up. Anyway. So, the inspector puts together that these patterns of killings around the city with the map don't seem to be in any sort of pattern. It's not like it's drawing out a pentagram or a seven-pointed star. It just seems to be random. My, my my initial thought is these were all more or less business owners or people involved in some way. I, I think this may have less of a mystical and more of a financial. Uh, most of these people were into uh, money in some sort of way, whether it's uh, above board or not, so which I think we are. Triggers Gotara. She's been saying all along, what has been a factor here? I, I was about to say, so greed is potentially a factor in this. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> it definitely seems to be going in that direction. Um, Glossing over the murders that happened earlier, you definitely found evidence of corrupt guards, corrupt politicians, moneylenders, merchants on a weird uptake and definite discrepancies in finances. So I didn't, I didn't, didn't know about you, but I don't think these are quite as random as we might be thinking they are. I think whoever's doing this knows exactly what they're doing. It's a matter yes. of why. I, I think there is some sort of link we are not seeing here, and someone may be 
how you say cleaning house? I, well, I didn't know about you, but I think I need to go and see Amon about building a better mousetrap if you want to come along with. What about you, Dame? That works for me. Yeah, a mousetrap intrigues me. I will come. Okay, so the Dominic three of you were together. I want to know what Dominic and Rumbles are doing. Or not Dominic, holy oh. shit, Janos. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Dominic's not here right now, yeah. but Janos would like to go What's and Dominic check doing? out. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'll tell you, actually, I have plans for that. But anyway. <laughs> Crying out Shalalu. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Balls deep in uh, a hooker. Just Shalalu. 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 That bridge should have been me. <laughs> he tried. He tried to make it him. Um, Janos would like to definitely investigate if there is anywhere he can kind of stretch his muscles, if you will, if there's any fun things going on for Hallow's Eve, if like there are strongman competitions or fighting pits he can kind of participate in. And can I ask, did would you love get to have sword Rumbles sharpened? That's not yeah, a euphemism. Let's say we do that. So there's actually a mechanic for this in Pathfinder. Uh, I will... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot it. God damn it. I want to say that it's like... That was almost interesting, Nate. Oh, my... Wow. Yeah, I want to wow. say it's like a plus one on your first attack, your first damage roll that actually hits with a sharpened sword because cool. you got it sharpened. That's convenient. Hmm. I'll take yes. that. Plus one on damage rolls for one day. Your first attack... The bonus. Oh, actually, it have its fish nope, sharpened. It's actually a. Oh, that's a feat. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just gonna homebrew it until I look up the actual goddamn rule. Plus one on the first attack because I'm about forty eight percent sure that's the rule. Okay, uh, I give the teenage boy a silver for taking me to the blacksmith. Okay, I know the sharpening stone definitely does something to that effect. Oh, jeez, Mr. A whole silver? Thanks. I'd be thrilled small that thing, age. actually. Yeah. It seems a little, uh, seems a little excessive. You're a big spender. <laughs> I don't oh, have copper whiz. pieces, kid. <laughs> Can you break a silver? I don't have copper. <laughs> Uh, uh, no. Like when you sharpen it on a whetstone that you can carry around, it's a plus one on the first damage that you roll with it. No, but so. what if it's professionally sharpened? I'm still going to go with it's a definite plus one. Huh. Not you fucked up and sharpening it at a 20 degree angle as opposed to a 15. Swords are blunter right. than you think they are. Get going, Rumbles. Would you like to join me? Yeah, I'll come, I'll come along. Awesome. So where are you guys going? Is he sharpening his well, fists? I, I have a question to to run by the DM first, actually. Oh, this will be great. knuckles are so sharp. <laughs> so it, it's actually in yeah, Janosch's backstory oh, as well. But like normally when he, times are tough on money, you know, he looks very unassuming, right? He's relatively short. He wears a cloak. Not many people know he's strong or has a an ass like a Pixar mom. For lack but... of a better term, you're the Dunedine. You look like Aragorn, right as I mean yeah. about the Prancing Pony. A Dunedine Ranger is a, is a good way of putting it. In particular, a lot of people, he will, he will go to like feats of strength and then sort of swindle people. And now that I have the mule back cords... Oh, you took them? I took them. Oh, I thought the inspector was going to take them. 
he right now he doesn't know about them as far as i know but <laughs> that in combination with my rage allows me to have a heavy load of 1600 pounds so here's my question to you could i try to swindle some people in saying hey that heavy horse over there i can squat that thing okay do me a favor <laughs> i want you to roll me a oh, horse yep so you're betting whether you can lift a horse it's it's below my heavy load amount. A heavy horse is between a thousand and fifteen hundred pounds. My heavy load is sixteen hundred. Right, right now. but the push and lift things is also many times higher than that because there's rules and I don't want to get into it now. Roll me a d twenty. See what you get. Okay. Is that I plus my strength in general? No, just roll me the a straight d twenty. I want to see how you do. Beach. That's a thirteen. That's super good. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen's enough. Roll me a d twelve. D12. Yeah, because I don't feel like D12 is good enough love. I, I do love D12s, too. They're such a pretty looking dice. Uh, that's 12. 12. Oh! You get the maximum amount. People aren't super gambly generous. I'm going to go with I don't know how to express this. Uh, but I'm going to say you probably make about 10-15 gold betting on people. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So, is it 10 or 15? <laughs> I'm going to go with 15 because you rolled the 12. Okay, fair enough. And uh, that's when I just kind of like look at Rumbles and be like, what's up? <laughs> because again, he looks fairly unassuming. Rumbles may be able to tell that he was stronger. but Same horse. Roll me a d20. Oh, Jesus. Because I'm sure Rumbles would be like, yeah, I get it. Trick horse, right? <laughs> I rolled a 2. <laughs> so, what's that total? With your strength modifier. Seven. So Rumbles struggles. I'd say he probably gets it up and down, but you notice a lot of problems and you're just like, holy shit, like this guy looks jacked. Like, uh, Janosh, what's your intelligence? You're like a twelve or thirteen, right? Twelve, I think, yeah. You can tell this is not this guy's best day. You could see something was wrong. So <laughs> but his show of strength did not appear how it should be. Still impressive. Yeah, he, he managed to get it up and down, but he struggled. But with his size, his demeanor, his physique, his form, he should have been able to do it with ease. Because he is stronger than you. Well, that, that's one of the the pieces. that That's why in his backstory, he looks unassuming. That's why he actually gets gold in the first place. <laughs> you know, like, I bet you I could beat you in arm wrestling. And they're like, yeah, whatever, kid. And then he crushes him. But the mule back cords give me the advantage in this case. Do you guys arm wrestle? Does he want to arm wrestle me? I mean, we can. We can, but I mean, I, he's on my team. I'm not trying to swindle money out of him. Do you guys want to? Kind of. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so, Are you guys going to kiss? Yes. Are we doing back two out of three? Oh, yeah. <laughs> time we, yeah. So I'm we're doing it. So you guys line up. You're now in the hammer and stone. Fulton, Am I allowed to rage? Well, it's a class feat. You can do it. I don't see why not. All right. So I want you to roll me a d20 <laughs> plus your strength and Jesse My first. D120. And oh then Josh. A golf ball. You guys start out, you grasp hands, and you're at that center table at the hammer and stone. 
And this is a friendly competition. You're not trying to kill each other, but you guys just want to know. So it's Arnold Schwarzenegger from Commando. You son of a bitch. No, it's <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers from Predator. Predator. Ugh. All right, are we doing... Do you want my camera on the dice, or do you believe me? I will trust your instinct. All right. Or your whatever. Fine instinct. That uh, is a 24 to start. All right. Oh, that is a 10. Okay, so Janos moves, rumbles down pretty low. Roll a second. Come on, Josh, shake off that rust. D20 plus strength. Uh, it's a 23. Plus, yeah, that's a... Uh, I can't roll high. I just rolled a 7 on the die, so that's a 12. Okay, so now rumbles is like at a 15 degree angle from the ground. Roll a third one. Seven. <laughs> wow. Twenty-one. Get all these out now, Josh. That was two twos back to back. It was a two, a seven, and a two. Yanos just slams rumbles down. Alright, that's one. Are you ready for the second? Yanos, yeah. you gotta be thinking, why is everyone doting on this guy? Hero of Sandpoint? Like, I just no, I, I can I think I can tell he's pretty strong. He is, but you just fairly crushed him like the rolls weren't close you you pushed him down without a lot of pushback like there was some and you know you're strong but i'm older than him so by rules it means i'm stronger than him yeah that's i could beat that's him how up. playground rules work as we all that's know that's a college humor video you should check out that's when college humor was funny sorry sorry college humor <laughs> <laughs> there goes another sponsorship can i roll my d120 for this no, the, Rumble, the first one. you were upset. You just lost. <laughs> Best two out of three. Yeah, that's um, 14. D120? <laughs> no, D20 plus strength. All right. Uh, I am rolling amazing. I got a 21. Oh, my God. So, Janos now pushes him down a little bit, and you can see Rumble's arm, the veins popping out. He's going. His thumb <laughs> clenches, and his whole forearm just grips tight. You see the vein going up the forearm and he just gears for it. He did just realize that most of the, his friends back in Sandpoint are dead. So, Oh yeah. I'm also <laughs> rolling dice rolls higher than Josh's total. So <laughs> roll next. That's better. Uh, that's a 16. That's right. plus your strength. It's 11 on the die plus my 5 strength modifier. God damn, Josh. Oh, God. <laughs> what is your roll? 20? A natural 20 plus 6. So, Janos now just slams him down. Like I said, about that 10, 15 degree more. angle where he's his arm is bent backwards and he's pushing back. Janos, you got it in you. Give it one more. Bitch. Jesse, stop blowing that leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Where my that where my leprechaun went? Wait to get uh, Josh. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first this time? Uh, I just rolled. It's a fifteen. That's not I bad think. though. I get a thirty seven, <laughs> seventeen total. Yeah. So yeah. what? What was it? Seventeen total. Yeah. So Janos wins this competition. So Janos slams him down, and maybe it's the fact that he went into a rage, and you see him like. He's sitting there and he's huffing and puffing and you see the veins popping in his neck in his forehead, in his arms and he's just 
Where is Rumbles? Like, bro, you okay there? Like, <laughs> you're naturally strong. Janosch has to get into this rage for himself, and he has to pump himself up. Janosch is also pretty darn strong. I would yeah, like to point out, he's got a plus four before he starts raging. He is. He's still roiding out. But, <laughs> point being is, you definitely went into this rage, and you definitely, like, gave it your all. And, Janosch, you definitely know, for a man of your strength that is above average, by well, this guy put up an incredible fight. Like, yeah. the fact that he resisted you for more than the first round... I was gonna say it took more it took three rounds, so that's more than most. Is incredible. So now with Gotara, Dame Mary Gold Sunstorm, and the Inspector, what are you guys doing? I'm interested in this mousetrappy that was teased to me. So are you going to collect Janosh and Rubbles? Do we know where they are? They're still at the inn. Assuming they're still there, then yeah, we probably should because we don't know what we're walking into. Okay. So, we will pick it up next time when you guys are going to go visit Pug's Contraptions, I assume, looking for this better mousetrap after we've explored Magnamar a little bit and meeting our new friend Rumbles Donnybrook, the Suli Brawler, for all those that were trying to guess his class. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. You can help bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Rise of the Rune Lords Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time.